Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everybody, to the halfway edition of Maction here on the Believe Sports Network. It is a break between the first half and the second half of the season. So we have uh, one Power 5 opportunity last week that we are going to talk about right now, Mississippi State and Western Michigan. And now I never really thought Western Michigan was going to win this game because it's an SEC team. It's hard to beat them at home. Uh, 41-28 was the score for Mississippi State. They got down in an early 10-0 hole. And honestly, if you're going to beat an SEC team, you can't afford to get in the hole because they're good. I mean, they're, they're now good. Uh, I mean, they're a bad SEC team at 3-3. Three and three. So they're nowhere near the top of the conference, but if you're going to have a chance to beat them, you can't fall into a hole like that. Um, and the Broncos did. Um, it was, you know, it was a better second half for Western Michigan. They only scored seven ha- seven points in the first half. Uh, West Mississippi State had a 10-point lead at halftime. So it's still a, a game, um, and they both of them scored – um, you know, 14 points in the third quarter. So it's it's still a competitive game going into the fourth. <clears throat> the Bulldogs scored 10, the Broncos 7. But it was the first quarter that kind of did them in. Um, if you're going to have a chance to win the game, then you, it's going to be hard to win if going into the hole against an SEC team week one. Or, uh, I mean, not week one, first quarter. <clears throat> um, Western Michigan falls to 2-4. and four. Mississippi State moves to 3-3. Three and three. Um, Mississippi State will probably get to a bowl game. I mean, I, I assume they're going to win three more games in the SEC. Uh, Western Michigan is going to have a challenge to get to a bowl game now. So they uh, they need four more wins with six games to go. Um, it's going to be a challenge. Um, moving on, <clears throat> Toledo, clearly the best team in the MAC West, 41 over UMass, who is only has one win. They're one and six. Uh, 41-24. Um, Toledo blew this game open in the third quarter with a 21-3 quarter over UMass. UMass is not good. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Um, UMass is bad. They they're 1-6. and six. They, um, They're not great. <clears throat> um, Daquan Finn for Toledo, though. He had 172 yards and 13 carries and a touchdown. That's the quarterback. I mean, that's Justin Fields, um, Lamar Jackson type of stuff there. So Toledo, I mean, it was almost like a FCS game. Clear, clearly they're a lot better than UMass. Everybody's better than UMass, basically, so far this year. Um, they're the Mac West champs. As of right now, nobody in the West is close to them. They're the clear cut favorites to win the Mac West, I think. You'll see them in Detroit playing for the Mac Championship game, barring disaster um, injuries. So look for the Toledo Rockets to just cruise the rest of the six games. I think they have a great shot to not lose any more games. Um, They're a really good MAC team. So Toledo, they don't have the difficulties that the uh, MAC East has. So the MAC East has two really solid teams in Ohio and Miami. Uh, The MAC West does not have that. Um, So... There's a bunch of teams, three, two teams that are three and three. They're average, and then three pr- 
pretty, I mean, Ball State's bad, but Northern Illinois is probably pretty bad. Um, the schedule sets up for Toledo. Ball State, that's a win. I mean, the Ball State's been awful. So Toledo's going to get to bowl eligibility next week with a win over Ball State. Miami of Ohio, that's a big showdown for them. Um, on the road, so Toledo, that's going to be a big game. It's on ESPNU in two weeks. Um, Buffalo, they're back from the dead because they're playing MAC teams and they can beat MAC teams. Um, I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, Buffalo just takes the first month of the season off the last two years. And now that they're playing MAC teams, they're able to win a few games. Bowling Green up and down Central Michigan. I mean, every game on the schedule here, Toledo can win. They could be 11 and one. So Toledo Rockets, most likely MAC West champs. Um, Central Michigan and Buffalo. I just, yeah, just mentioned Buffalo. They're two and four overall now, two and zero oh in the MAC. Uh, I don't know what what to make of Buffalo. I mean, this is the second year in a row that they've been terrible in non conference play. And I mean, get I get it. MAC teams aren't aren't always going to be dominant. And granted, they played Akron in the first MAC game, so that's like a gimme. Especially since DJ Aaron's got hurt, season's over, uh, torn ACL. Um, but Central Michigan was better than this. I mean. 37-13, and uh, Buffalo just kind of manhandled them. I mean, this game was over. Um, I mean, Central Michigan did not have a great game. Buffalo, I don't think, is for real. And when Buffalo plays Miami and Ohio and, and Toledo, I don't think they're going to win those games. So uh, Buffalo is still going to be a struggle to get to the to get to six wins for a bowl game. But they could, in theory, get um, a win on upset here. Um, but I don't, I don't think Buffalo is for real. I don't see Buffalo winning the MAC East. Um, I don't know if Central Michigan. I think that Central Michigan will get three more wins to get to a bowl game. They're they're average, and they still get to play some below average teams. Uh, moving on to Eastern Michigan. 24-10 over Ball State. Eastern Michigan uh, needed this game. Had to have this win in order to get to a bowl game. Um, Ball State's bad. Ball State's really bad. So you can't, you really can't not. If you want to go to a bowl game, you can't lose this game. It's that cut and dry. This had to be a win for the Eagles. They got the win. 14-point W. Um, congratulations to the Eagles. Ball State, your, your season's basically over at 1-5. and five. Um, I don't know what Ball State. I mean, technically they have two more weeks until they're eliminated from a uh, bowl game. So for two more weeks, they still have something to try for. After that, they're just playing out the season for a month. Uh, Miami of Ohio, Bowling Green. Now, Bowling Green coming off that pirate ship flag victory against Georgia Tech. And they immediately follow it up by being embarrassed. I, I mean, they didn't score any points. Miami of Ohio is a good MAC team this year. They're five and one, but they're still a MAC team. Bowling, Georgia Tech's an ACC team. How the heck did Bowling Green beat Georgia Tech, and they couldn't even get three points against Miami of Ohio? Um, I mean, Miami of Ohio. You know, I'm giving them credit. Um, Gabbard uh, threw for 170 yards, two touchdowns. Um, but honestly. 
Like Miami, Bowling Green, you're just like up. You're as high as can be last week. You think everything's going your way. And you immediately come crashing down and put out a, a, a total embarrassing performance and get dominated by Miami, Ohio. Um, and it was a close game through the third quarter. I mean, it was only 14 nothing at half, but it it didn't end. Like, you know, the, the score at the end is embarrassing, especially coming off the big victory you had, Bowling Green. I don't get it. Um, it just kind of shows that the Georgia Tech game was probably a fluke. Um, Bowling Green can get to a bowl game still. It's going to be a challenge, but technically they can get there. Uh, Miami, Ohio will probably get to a bowl game or clinch a bowl spot uh, pretty soon. So <laughs> the mystery of Bowling Green continues. Uh, I honestly don't know what to make of that other than it was a fluke last week, apparently, at Georgia Tech. They played the best game of the year. They probably won't do that again the rest of the season. So I don't know what to expect out of the Falcons. Uh, Miami I'm, is very consistent. Miami has been playing really well. The only game they've lost is to Miami, Florida. Miami versus Ohio should be a huge game for the Mac East when they play each other. Speaking of Ohio, they basically had a gimme this week. They played Kent State. Um, 42-17 over the Flashes, who are basically in a rebuilding season. I mean, this is they're not competitive. Uh, I don't know, you know, I don't want to talk about Kent State because they basically had their whole team overhauled. Um, and Ohio is is good this year. So uh, this game was close to the first quarter, no score. Then Ohio kind of took it over in the second quarter and put the game away in the third quarter. Ohio moves to 5-1, and one, Curtis Work. Uh, had 300 yards and three touchdowns. Great game um, for Curtis Work. Um, uh, Cross for Ohio had seven receptions, 125 yards, two touchdowns. But this was basically a, an easy win. It's not a, it's not a, I wouldn't say a must-win game for Ohio, but because they're going to get the six wins either way. But it's a must-win game because Kent State's really bad. So this had to be a victory, and they got the victory at home over the Flashes. Um, and finally, we had shocking, uh, um, shocking game, I guess, in some aspects. And NIU fifty-five, Akron fourteen. Uh, it was a record-setting day for Ontario Brown, who had 13 carries for 280 yards and four touchdowns. That's correct. NIU has lost, had lost four games in a row. And all of a sudden, they put up this monster of a game. And it's 55-14. And, the, and Ontario Brown, I, I don't, I mean, I watched the game. And... It wasn't like he was being touched. The it was a great performance. I can't you can't take any. I mean, granted, two hundred eighty yards. He could have rushed for three hundred. They took him out of the game. I would I mean, NIU season is going no place. I would have let him run for three or four hundred yards. That's he could have gotten four hundred if he played the whole game. Akron falls to one and five, and I don't have a problem with Akron falling to one and five because well, that's they're Akron. I mean, let's be real. They're especially with these irons being out of the, out. They had no chance to win this game. Um, their quarterback uh, Bullock, who played, he was terrible. Uh, he had 146 yards and a touchdown and a pick. 
But if you watch the game, he was absolutely terrible. He could not move the ball at all. Um, it was awful. But that's not the problem. I mean, you don't give up 50. He, they, yeah, they scored 14 points. They, you know, whatever. It, they, it was, seven of them came when the game was over. The, the issue I had with Akron is there was a clear lack of effort on their defense. They knew the game was over in the second quarter. It, it, you could tell the defense for the Zips knew the game was over. NIU was just crushing them on the run. I mean, Brown had like 100 yards after five minutes of playing. So the effort wasn't there for Akron. It, it just it was awful. They gave up. NIU is not 55 points good, and Akron's defense isn't this bad. But it was clear watching the game. There was a lack of effort from the Zips. They knew the game was over. Second quarter, you could definitely tell that they were out of it. You know, they kind of threw the towel in in the second quarter. And now you had a great game. But it was also because of Akron's lack of effort and um, motivation. I mean, DJ Aarons was out. I get it. His season's over. Torn ACL. Bullock... If this is what you're going with, Akron, you're not going to win another game all season unless you unless you can beat Kent. You're not going to win another game all season playing the way they did. Um, it was, I mean, it was bad. Their effort was 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 noticeable. Just watching all of the, I mean, Brown was not being touched. He's almost 300 yards, and on only a handful of carries, he was running 50 yards a carry, and he wasn't getting ta- not 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 just tackled. He wasn't even being touched by the Akron D. Um, Rocky Lombardi had a nice game for his standards, uh, almost 200 yards. But it, I mean, I you know it's it is what it is. I mean, you can say yeah, well, you know we're awesome, but you played Akron, who wasn't really trying that hard. I don't know what they what happened in the second quarter, but the way. Um, Taj Bullock was playing. It was obvious the defense had no faith that he could win the game for them. And they just kind of kind of just quit. I mean, it's it was, I mean, bad. And with only the second quarter, and you scored 28 points in the second quarter. So that's kind of when they broke Akron's spirit. And it was on long runs by Ontario Brown, who had the game of a life. Now I would have left him in. He averaged 21, point, 21 carry yards a carry. That's ridiculous, everybody. 21 yards a carry. For Now, granted, no one from this, neither team, this game meant nothing. NIU is not going to a bowl game, most likely. Akron season is on the verge of being, you know, a, a total collapse. Um, but still, leave, leave Brown in. Let him get 300 yards. Let him possibly go to 400 yards. He's never going to get this kind of game again. Um, I would have liked to see, you know, some, you know, some crazy numbers put up. I mean, almost 300 is phenomenal, but it wasn't like he was, it was like a practice. He was just out there and it was like they were running seven on seven when they don't tackle. They just, nothing. It was crazy to see how Akron was just letting him run past them. Um, but yikes. Um, that, I mean, I didn't want to talk too much about that game because both teams are going no place. I mean, they're, it's not important in the overall standings, but it was a phenomenal game by Brown. So you got to give him credit. He was on the ESPN helmet sticker. It was like a, a, one of the top performances of the year. I think he tied the record for the 
college football this year with most yards. So phenomenal game for him. Um, Akron, uh, you shouldn't lose by that many points to NIU. I mean, NIU lost four games in a row. (laughs) You shouldn't have lost. And you almost beat Indiana. Now, granted, that was with with DJ Irons. I get it. But that was a dreadful performance by Akron. They need to at least try. (laughs) They didn't try at all against NIU. Um, Moving on to next week. Noon, Kent State at Eastern Michigan. This is Eastern Michigan. Got to be a win. You want to go to a bowl game? This has to be a win. It's on CBS Sports Network. Uh, Eastern Michigan's a 10-point favorite. They're probably going to – they probably will win by more than 10. I I would take them, the Eagles, to cover. Um, Kent State's just having that kind of season. They're not competitive. Eastern Michigan, if you're going to get to a bowl game, you can't lose this one. It's it's that easy. I mean, Kent – cannot beat you for Eastern Michigan. So um, this should move the Eastern Michigan Eagles to four and three um, and get two weeks away, two games away from a bowl game. Uh, Toledo ESPN plus uh, 2 PM Eastern. Uh, this game is in Muncie. Not that it's going to make any difference. Toledo's five and one ball stays one and five. Uh, this is a total mismatch. Toledo should run away with this one. It's a 17-point favorite. Look for the Rockets and Daquan Finn to have a big game. It's almost going to be like a blowout in the first half. Watch for everybody else to get some playing time in the second half. Um, Moving on to Akron at Central Michigan. This is 3.30 Eastern, ESPN+. Akron's 1-5, coming off a total disaster. Central Michigan, got to be a win. This, If you want to go to a bowl game, this is one of those easy wins. You can just look at the schedule and go, oh, this has to be a win. Um, Central Michigan is a 12-point favorite. I say cover. Central Michigan is going to cover. Akron can't possibly play as bad as they did last week, but you never know. Um, Central Michigan should be able – I don't know if Akron can move the ball or score with um, their quarterbacks. And I don't know why Undercuffler, Undercuffler didn't play last week against NIU when the game was clearly over. He didn't get to play at all that I saw. Uh, Central Michigan, um, look for a win here to move to 4-3. and three. They and Eastern Michigan, these have to be wins if you're going to get to a bowl game. You've got to beat the dreadful teams in the MAC, and I think they easily get it done. Uh, 3.30 Eastern, ESPN Plus, Bowling Green at Buffalo. This is a battle of two and four teams. Uh, Bowling Green is 0-2 in the MAC. Buffalo is 2-0 in the MAC. Buffalo is favored by 4.5 points. Oh, man. The way the way team the, these two teams are playing, I'm going to pick Buffalo. But I have no idea what Bowling Green's going to show, which Bowling Green's going to show up. So, gosh, we have no idea. Um, if it's the Georgia Tech Bowling Green, hey, Bowling Green's going to win the game. If it's the Miami Ohio Bowling Green. Well, look for Buffalo to get to three and four, um, and three and zero in the MAC East. But whoever loses this game, your season is in ba- major trouble at two and five. Whoever wins the game, you're still thinking you're going to a bowl game, perhaps at three and four. Uh, Western Michigan hosting Miami of Ohio, three thirty Eastern. Uh, Miami of Ohio has played great all season. Gabbard has uh, almost 12, over 1,200 yards, 12 touchdowns, and three picks on the season. 
Western Michigan season is on the ropes at two and four. You lose this one, two and five, your season is uh, almost over. I look for Miami to go to six and one and clinch a bowl game and move to three and oh in the Mac East. Um, yeah, there's nothing here that I'm going to think Western Michigan can pull this one off. Miami was playing really well. Uh, Miami of Ohio is an eight, eight and a half point favorite. I think they'll cover and, and win by over 10, honestly. Um, yeah, definitely going with Miami, Ohio on this one to cover too. So we also finally have Western or um, Ohio on the only the, the only the second game of the actual TV networks. Kent State, Eastern Michigan. Honestly, I'm not sure why that's on CBS Sports Network, other than not a lot of people have that channel. But this Ohio NIU game is on ESPNU at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's in DeKalb. It's a six and a half point favorite for Ohio. I, I'm going Ohio and I have no, I, I have so much confidence as of right now, Ohio is going to win. And I think they're going to win by more than the spread. I don't, I, we already know NIU is not going to score 55 points. Ohio is a much better team. Um, I don't know why this one's on ESPNU, honestly. Um, Granted, the other games aren't amazing, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't know how this game got picked for ESPNU. Uh, it's supposed to rain on Saturday, I think. So I don't know if that's going to play a factor for Ohio. NIU struggles to throw the ball. So, you know, I guess if, if Brown's going to have 300 yards Saturday, then yeah, NIU's going to win. If uh, Brown doesn't have 300 yards, then I'm thinking the Bobcats are going to win. So on the road, I look for Ohio to get to 6-1, clinching a bowl berth. NIU at this point, they would fall to 2-5. and five. Their season would essentially be over as well at 2-5. and five. Um, Yeah, they do have some winnable games with Kent coming up and Ball State. But they have too many games where they can lose, I think, for to realistically get to a bowl game if they lose this one. I just I don't see them being able to uh, get that one done. And that is next week, or this week, coming up, um, the preview. Uh, it's an exciting season. Now, we, we're going to have one big game coming up left. These games are a lot of mismatched teams, and I get it. <laughs> it's it's hard because the MAC is so top heavy right now, and they're so bottom heavy with the the bad teams. There's only two teams in the middle, really, at at 500. But I don't know if I don't know how many bowl teams are going to come out of the MAC. Um, the big game of the season. He's going to be Miami of Ohio versus Ohio. That's October 28th, the Saturday before Halloween. It's at Ohio. That's basically the MAC game of the year. Now, Toledo, you would say there's going to be a MAC game of the year with them, but they don't play anybody in the MAC West that's going to derail them, most likely, until they get to Detroit. So uh, if Buffalo can somehow win the game, I guess Buffalo would be in the mix this week when they play uh, Bowling Green because they'd be 3-0. and So 
that was the one to keep an eye on. I don't know if I don't know if Buffalo's for real, honestly. I I I don't know. I know we know Bowling Green is not for real. Um there are three one and five Mac teams. Their seasons are essentially over. There's they're not playing for anything anymore. Western Michigan, NIU, Bowling Green, and Buffalo. All two and four. Western Michigan and NIU can probably both fall to two and five this week, which really puts their season no better than the other three. Um, East Central Michigan and Eastern Michigan, you're looking at both bowl seasons for them. They should both win and get to the four wins, which means they only need two more. So if you if we're going to estimate how many bowl teams are going to be, we'll go one, two, three in the MAC West, three non-bowl teams, and one, two, it's five, five bowl teams, possibly six. That's the guess right now. There's five eligible bowl teams and possibly six. If Buffalo or Bowling Green can get it rolling, and it basically whoever wins that game this week, that determines who has the upper hand to get to that sixth bowl spot. The other ones, it's going to take, I mean, the two and four teams that they both if they go down this week in the MAC West, I don't really see how they have a path to um, bowl eligibility because they're going to have five losses already. So it's possible, but the way they're playing, you never know. It's, it's probably not likely. Um, so that wraps up. Uh, it's the halfway point of the MAC season. Come back next week. We will break down what happens this week. Um, I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get a lot of these right this week. Um, cause there's some, mis- it's just, there's some mismatches like last week. Um, I don't think I got any wrong last week, honestly. So come back, get all your sports podcast news on here on the belief sports network. And I will see everyone back here. I am Mark Scafidi. Have a great weekend, everybody, and enjoy some football. Thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.